we'll see about the high score chase because I get dissuaded pretty easy. Uh, <clears throat> in um, like, like Astrobot, I was like, look, Jay, I beat you. And then in like an afternoon, you beat every single score. <laughs> and I was like, well. I was like, if he's going to try, I got to make these actually difficult for him. Yeah. And then I stopped trying. Hello and welcome. My name is Alex Gonzalez. And today is my good old friend, Jay. Hey, that's me. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Jay? I'm doing good. Uh, I actually just woke up. If if you haven't noticed, I woke up. I was wondering. And then, like, mm-hmm. you, I saw your text. You're like, "It's in 30 minutes." I'm like, "I can make that happen." And here we are. I I appreciate that. But those are not the nap times we are talking about. Today we are creating something new. Every week on We Are Not Game Devs, we imagine a brand new video game idea from our minds. Join in on the fun. Be creative. And you, and if you have your own unique video game idea or want to patch ours, write into at poundgames at gmail.com. And today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 200th episode IP. And the way I want to do this is I'm going to tell a little anecdote. There was a time where when you found out that there was a second phase of the game where it almost starts all over, but it doesn't, it used to excite you. For instance, the biggest one that everyone talks about that they want back is in Pokemon Silver version. When you beat the Elite Four, they're like, hey, good job. Go to Kanto. And people are like, oh my God, we're in Kanto now. It's like a whole new game, but with like high level characters where it's almost like new game plus, but better. Some RPGs, I think, make it to pad on where it doesn't feel so good. Like, um, at least for me, in my opinion, like Bravely Default, where they're like, hey, you beat the game. Not really. Go out there and actually beat the game. I want to make a game based on these attributes and try to sew the needle. But I want it to be where you're stuck in an MMORPG. But when you get out, but it's not, it's actually a single player game, but you're stuck in like an MMORPG, but maybe they disconnected the world from you. So you're trying to get out. But then when you wake up, you're in another MMORPG. But you didn't know it because it feels like real life, but it's not. And then when you wake up, you find out that like machines have hacked you almost like in a, the Matrix. And yeah. And then you're waking up again in like you're in sci fi. So yeah. I was wondering if we could do something where it starts out and it's like a fantasy or MMORPG that you're playing for fun and you slowly find out that they've trapped you. And then you get up and you find out that this is also a simulation and that you had almost woken up right when you were about to get out. They switched your mind over to another genre and then you wake up. So it goes from fantasy to almost slice of life to then to sci-fi RPG or sci-fi yeah. action. What do you think? So. When you were describing it, I was like trying to form an idea. And then you said MMO. So then instantly, of course, I think dot hack, sort of online, um, right. all that stuff. Uh, but then I was like, the way that Alex kind of explains it, I think it would be cool if once you beat the game, you're out in the real world. But that's just another game that you got to beat. So you thought uh, the same thing I did? I thought the same exact thing. So, yeah, definitely. We'll we'll do exactly what Sword Art Online pretty much does, where at first you're just in a typical generic 
fantasy world slimes and all that you know you're you you do that thing you the first enemy you fight is either a rat or a slime depending if this is western or japanese and i want to start off really traditional too like i want there to be hints like graphical hints or something where if you knew what happened at the end of the game you'll see little glitches in the background or see like characters that don't make sense where you're like aha but i want to start off like typical where it's like yeah, this is my life at just in this MMORPG. And then it slowly goes from there. Where yeah. The story doesn't get scary, but a little spooky. I could imagine in terms of how the glitches work, it probably would work how the Dot Hat games worked, at least the first one. Recoded was... It was fine. Recoded was fine. Uh, but the first Dot Hat game, oh my God, dude, that game's great. Uh, but yeah, like as you get further and further like the first dot hat game was all about um yeah you're you're not stuck in the world because it's a prequel to the anime i think or maybe it's a sequel i don't remember but you eventually get like this data bracelet that lets you hack within the game and change the net code and so later on the data gets so corrupted that the game starts glitching and you see like glitched npcs and stuff and the world tearing and stuff like that uh near the end of the game uh, that's like around the third game, I mean, because it was four games that released back to back. Anyway, uh, so I could see it working kind of like that, where as you progress further in the game and it seems like you're beating it, uh, the world starts to like kind of break down or whatever around you. Um, and then, yeah, you beat it, get, I guess, reincarnated or put into a different world. But of course, as the player, it feels like you're in the real world. Maybe we'll have like side characters and like you meet IRL, right? And like other like main party members or whatever. And you decide to meet up in IRL or whatever. And you all meet up and all of a sudden it's going to feel like a Persona game. Where like you're meeting up with your friends and that you had this death. And it talks about news reports. Yeah. yeah. And it does all that. And then it's going to go super Persona where all of a sudden you're in like the metaverse or whatever. And then you're like, well, what's happening? Is this not the real world? And then like once you go through that storyline and beat that storyline, the persona storyline, we'll just call it that for right now, you get sucked into another uh, simulated world. And we could either take a page from Sword Online and make it fantasy or like fairy fantasy with flying and stuff, or we can make it the Gun Gale Online, which is like an FPS tactical shooter. But we could go into that. And then I would say we'd have to stop it at three, three simulated worlds. That's what I'm thinking that, too, like too much where one was going to be like a shorter act where it's more you're talking to people and doing decisions because I want it all to have similar systems where if you really like playing the game, like, for instance, if we're doing a more sci fi game with like cyber blades and guns, I still want to have the same combat system. Right. as um what we were playing in the fantasy rpg which i was I thinking about doing a turn-based thing with a bunch of cool abilities based off your class yeah i definitely feel like the combat is going to be exactly the same i feel like it's going to be like um this is a bad example I even, but i, I even I, before i know i'm I'm interrupting here, but I even want there to be combat RPG mechanics when you're doing that persona or slice of life game. But instead, it's going to be hard conversations that like you're having with people and then you have to like decide what to do. 
That way it's similar. And, and people be like, wait, why am I having a conversation? Is this not real life? It'd be cool to kind of mix that in there. That'd be interesting. But I think later on, even in the slice of life, things will start picking up and there will be enemies to fight eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there it would be the same turn-based combat system that we you're used to in Act 1. Uh, but what I was saying in terms of how the combat system works, the bad example I was going to give is like Kingdom Hearts, where each world, completely different art style, but you're still mashing X. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, or not X, uh, Circle. But it's going to be the same thing here where each world's going to look drastically different, but the gameplay is going to be the same. And so I think it's going to have, with turn base, it's def- this is definitely a JRPG. So it's going to have like the four party system, 40 party member system, and then maybe like two or, th- two or three extra party members you could switch in and out, and they all have different like elements attributed to them. One healer one that's like all around like healer or uh offensive and then there's you which is just you want to make however you want to make you uh and then let's just it'll it'll translate better in the second act if we introduce like a confidant slash social link system kind of like persona where you meet up with your party members have conversations you can hang out in this fantasy world and do side quests with them and do uh companion quests with your party members get to know them learn some more side story uh maybe learn about their irl identity or whatever which like hints to the second act and when you get to the second act maybe if you got far enough you'll like there'll be like a bonus in the second act because you got far enough to learn about them in their real life persona uh already but if you didn't get that far, maybe they're more shy around you. Maybe there's like a combat thing or something. Like maybe you get like a special skill to use in combat if you've furthered their relationship in time or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Or there's like different, we can do link abilities or whatnot that you can do in place of either of your attacks. You can do attack together that does a lot of damage or is a bonus. Yeah. And I see the slice of life section. I see that kind of being where the sci-fi gets thrown in, where at first it, it'll be kind of like 13 Sentinels ages rim, where at first it seems like you're in the past, like you're in like 1970, but as you're breaking down and then you realize you're actually in another video game, like sci-fi stuff starts happening. And then you get like right. a laser blade and then you get like blasters and like laser guns and stuff. Um, and then you break out of that world and then you get thrown into, I don't know. I guess if we're, if we're going fantasy, then sci-fi, I guess the last one would have to be. I was thinking fantasy, then current day slice of life and then sci-fi. And then once you break out of the sci-fi, that's it. That's fine. But then in the current day, how are you fighting things? Are you fighting things like in real life? Are you, is it earthbound? Were you fighting things with yo-yos and sticks? That's what I was saying. You could have com- heated, heated conversations and confrontations. But then that would be like a completely different mechanic system. Game, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's not following the same combat system between the first and third act. <laughs> what if you're just a gaming addict like an anime and just every night you go home and you're like, I can't. It's I can't not play. <laughs> and then what know. you just 
you get online and you, you play some more of this RPG that you got trapped you just in. escaped. Huh? That you just escaped. Yeah. Or you find another one. You're like, there's so many. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, maybe we can't do that slice of life like I thought. No, I, I definitely want it. But I, I feel like it'll just have to be like. Because no one's going to. The thing I'm worried about is I don't want anyone to be like, hey, this game was great. But that six hours you made me just talk to the people of my city. Right. To, to then launch me into a sci fi thing. I almost gave up. Well, how about this then? So it'll be like it'll be pure just like Persona. Think more like Persona 4. Like remember the end of Persona 4. I keep that mind frame when I say this where you do this whole fantasy story thing, you beat it, you're out. And then what do we do as game developers, especially a JRPG developer? Uh we dump you with exposition. Just an hour and a half of literal just talking cutscenes, making a decision here and there, going from location to location. After all of that mind-blowing moment where we're not out. Maybe we should do it like Kingdom Hearts where after that, then we do a scene where there's just music and like different traits different people and it's really good music and then all of a sudden your your character wakes up and it's a sci-fi world and you're like did they tease at the sequel and then it goes and you're like oh no i'm pl- i'm playing again right I, wait I feel but like- they, and we could go i i want this game to be good but at the same time i want to go almost full like like um take take hints from other games and do like a Hideo Kojima and start playing the the credits multiple times in the game. Mm. And then people are like, all right, I did it. And then it'll show a screen again. And then it shows you as a player to different world. You're like, I guess not. Cause we could play the credits when they, when they get out of the fantasy RPG and then they'll wake up in the regular world, like Pokemon in their bed or something. Yeah. And then we'll you could do like- it again once they, once they beat that part. We'll play the credits and then like uh, it'll keep going. The credits will go after you beat the fantasy world. And then like it stops, pauses and the player doesn't input anything. It stops, pauses. And on the lower right, you see like the skip cutscene, hold X to skip cutscene or whatever. And it holds it automatically. Mm-hmm. And the player doesn't input anything. And then all you see is like the screen kind of jostle and then it removes and it's the player removing the vr headset and taking skipping the cutscene and removing it and entering the real world for the first time you know what i mean so that's like Mm -hmm. shown by like the credits start jostling and then you like move it up and then your characters in the real world uh looks completely different and then yeah i think it's gonna be like not an hour and a half like 45 minutes of just conversations and like catching up and doing like epilogue story conclusion stuff and then near the end, all your friends, all your party members are hanging out in the real world. And then there's going to be some kind of. Something's going to happen that makes them realize, are we not? Do we not escape? And yeah. then from there, it's going to like matrix into like, oh, no, this is like a futuristic sci fi world. And then we had to get out of here and they get out and then they go somewhere else oh wait not sci-fi they're still in the present day because sci-fi is the third act yeah so then they'll be in sci-fi and then they'll finally i guess in present day 
What if you start? What if we go to the old well and then in present day when you go to sleep you start having dreams? But the no. dreams are like flashbacks of you in the fantasy RPG. But then slowly as the days go on, it starts showing more and more science based stuff. So it shows your character in the fantasy RPG, but then hooked up to tubes. Yeah, but I kind of do want it three distinct acts with three distinct like genres you know yeah it'll be this it'll be the fantasy the slice of life and then the um oh i got it current day what it is it's like a kaiju world where like you do have 45 minutes of exposition exposition or whatever and your friends are all talking with each other and then all of a sudden a fucking godzilla comes through and stomps through town and then it's never been mentioned like sirens happen like there's like a new siren that the kids don't recognize it's like a new sound they're like what the fuck is that and it's like attention attention the reptar is arriving attention and they're like what the fuck is a reptar and then they turn around and it's a giant dinosaur monster and then take a thing from 13 Sentinels, as soon as the monster appears, and then it's like a like a UI screen. It's like you have your drafted blah, blah, blah has activated for the attack. Please press on your left earlobe to activate it. And then all of a sudden it's a Power Rangers game. And then that's like how the current day stuff happens where you're like, a group of select heroes that have like special powers that can like summon. So like a shonen kind of thing with suits. Yeah. With suits. And then like you uh, have each person has like their own mech, their own Zoid. And then together you fight the thing, the Kaiju by doing like whatever your Zoid could do. Like there'll be like tank character with the rocket launchers. Um, And then all the skills translate. So in the fantasy world, the tank character was like, uh, I guess he'd be like if they use rocket launchers later he uses like a magic missile attack or something and then it translates that way or whatever yeah I see what you're talking about yeah okay or maybe I the like rules it. change like maybe in the they all use different skills but like their stats change in each um, thing but like if the levels how they transfer is like they'll just stack accordingly like they'll change accordingly every time you move on so each party member will have a different role in each three act that's what i was thinking too with the builds already placed in and then you can decide to re-roll if you want to yeah but i feel like it's going to be like pokemon where it's it's more like you don't have full control over how your party members like you're not allocating skill points you know what i mean you're not allocating skill points to them just yourself yeah if you want and i was thinking you could just do a tree all right. And then, of course, sci-fi with blasters, laser swords, and it'll be more like a fantasy star online type of stuff. Exactly. Great. So for the music, I was thinking it would be just three different kinds of tracks where one is fantasy. So more lutes, flutes, whatever, wind instruments, and then contemporary would be contemporary music. 
We could even do like a band where there's like a singer and everything. And then uh, I was going to say there's going to be a singer for each one. The fantasy one, it's going to be like all choir, like mm-hmm. epic choir music. Like I always default to like Witcher's three style. But I want all three to have the same soundtrack just updated. So the first one's like orchestral, like flutes and all that. But it's playing the same music as the present day where the present day it's more like persona five music where it's like jazzy and fun with electric guitars and saxes and stuff yeah like instruments that were invented in like synth and whatever and all all the stuff that was invented after yeah and then the sci-fi is just like more spacey sci-fi noises maybe the singer now is like doing the like more like the billy eilish like breathy air type singing instead of like jazzy soul singing you know, mm-hmm. we'll just have cool. three soundtracks in three different styles, three different genres. All right. Now for pricing, I was thinking full pop, full pop. Sweet. All right. We got this game where nobody's going to say that they feel like they didn't get everything um, out of it. Let's get our time around, Jay, because we're going to name this game. Go. I don't know, like quicksand, layers, the onion. What do you think? You're not coming up with any names. Um, Cloud, Strife. Man, I don't know. I uh Um was Inception a word before the movie? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I don't think so. So, um we can't say Inception cuz people <laughs> that's going to confuse the hell out of people. Yeah. But that's what essentially what it is, like dream within a dream type shit, but game within a game within a game. Yeah. Um, no. I was thinking something super simple like game cross game cross game. Um, okay, so we can't do anything like that. Um, Conscious. Conscious? Conscience. Conscience? Consciousness? That doesn't sound like a game name. Okay. Returning to the world? Uh, Going back home? How about um breakthrough world <laughs> world breakthrough world break world break in two minutes nineteen <laughs> seconds you you know when you know a game name you just know a game name okay here we go 
World Break is a game where you play as an RPG trying to get back to the real world. But which world is real? Is that it? All right. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we have a game here. Jay, what do you think? Would this be a game you would want to play? And is it fun? Yeah, like uh, I... I mean, you could only do it so many times, but I love Dot Hack. I really liked Sword Art Online season one until it got weird. And I mean, I even saw it until like three seasons after. Like I watched Gun Gale, I watched the the fantasy one, and I watched even the other fantasy one where they're knights and shit, but I didn't finish it. Alexization or whatever it was called. Uh, I didn't finish that one because it sucked. But uh, I really like this type of stuff. You. you but once you do it once, like once that hack did it and then Sword Art did it, it's kind of like, uh, can we there's do it no again? sequel for this game. Like, this is something that you just release, and then what are you supposed to do? No, there's definitely can't be a sequel. The next one, it's we're breaking more genre, so there'll be like a 2D platformer level. That's when we'll we like would do a, a Pokemon, a Pokemon yeah. world we'll do where a, all of a sudden your party transforms into uh Pokemon characters, or like, like Final Fantasy, like the OGs, where they're like following you in a line behind you and shit yeah um or dragon quest i guess is more what i'm thinking of but we could definitely do a sequel it'd just be playing with more genres and not being afraid to have multiple kinds of mechanics you know what i mean yeah Um, this definitely i i see it this would be a game i'd want to play for sure Uh, i'd be really interesting i would just hope that because we have the same systems people will like the combat and won't want to nope out once we aren't in fantasy anymore yeah, I mean, I, you know I don't think that's going to be a huge problem. And I don't think it's going to be crazy long. I, I suspect each act taking in total, if you want to do everything, 20 to 30 hours. Um, maybe the first section's more around 35. The second section's around 20. And the last section's around 40. And it'll like kind of break down that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just keeping numbers high because I'm thinking of it as a JRPG, but maybe it's just the style of a JRPG, but not quite as long. So maybe we could even shorten that down a little bit and make it yeah. like overall like a 70, 60 hour type game. But yeah, no, I, I definitely, this is, this sounds like a cool idea that isn't a genre that I really like. Love it. Now that we have a complete game, what game studio would you assign to be able to make World Break the best? It has to be Atlas. Huh? Atlas has to be the developer. Atlas? Yeah. Yeah, they'd be a good one. They'd be a good one for sure. They do a lot of like reality breaking type storylines and games and stuff with Persona, with uh, Sharp FE, with any of the Shin Megami Tensei's. Hear me out. I want it to be Bungie because if they can create a 30 second game loop, that's really, really good and just do a bunch of different worlds. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Although the only thing that Bungie doesn't do well, in my opinion, is story. Where they'll have a bunch of cool looking characters that don't say anything that's important. Yeah. Or it feels like the way you feel about, um, Elden Ring, when they use old English, I'm just like, what are you talking about? 
with like Destiny and Bungie characters. Back when the age of the Sentinels, when the stars and signs all collapse into the dark hole, one bright star, which may or may not be you or all of us, in it the energy goes. And I'm like, what? I don't know. I think the Destiny storyline is... I mean, it's hard to know all the lore, but you kind of understand what's at least going on <laughs> uh, in terms of your story right then and there. But I thought Halo was pretty highly regarded for its story. That's what they say. Did you play Halo 1, 2, and 3? No, I but now all... I'm talking... To, I did play 1, one, 2, and 3 is great, but now where it's at, it's like weird. Yeah, but those were the Bungie ones. You know what I mean? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so I think Bungie could do it. Yeah. The only problem <laughs> the... with that is Bungie is so focused on their multiplayer game stuff, you know? Um... That I don't know if they'll be able to do it. But what if they? What if this is a game? If you think about it, Bungie is now owned by Sony, right? Mm-hmm. This is the J. They make them uh, a game for the PS5. That's a JRPG, but Bungie style. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Oh, it also not be turn based. It all of a sudden become a first person shooter for all three genres. No, they're gonna do it. <laughs> turn based gameplay. Or you uh, know who else could do this? Um shoot um uh, randy the pitchford studio or gearbox uh, gearbox who did tiny tina's yeah yeah 2k in general yeah for sure i'm thinking cyber connect which are the people who made the dot hack games and they still make games here and there they they do a few things uh but they did did have an experience with the dot hacking, so they might be okay as an option. And whoever makes those Digimon games, I don't know who makes those. <laughs> let's let's find out who makes the yeah. Digimon games. Those wonderful, wonderful games. Let's see. Are they all different studios? Who knows? Um, I think um, yeah, some are different studios. Digimon. So Cyber Sleuth. Is the one I'm looking up. It's media.vision. Of course, Bandai Namco produced it, published it. Yeah. Okay. So. And media.vision did Wild Arms 1, 2, and 3, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, Wild Arms 4, The Wizard of Oz in 2008. Wow. So they did Digimon Cyber Sleuth essentially in Wild Arms. Isn't Wild Arms like a 2D, like Metal Slug type of game? Yeah, and they did Valkyria Chronicles. Oh, well, hey, there's something. That's good. You tapped on something there. That's, that's, I think you found something, a little gem. I just know that because I've heard Cyber Sleuth is very much like Persona. I haven't played it. I've been meaning to. I've been, I like a good Digimon game. I've been meaning to play that one specifically and only that one. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, our 200th IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to give us extra support, please head over to patreon.com slash we are not game devs. For just a dollar, patrons receive episodes early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which you caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash we are not game devs. 
like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review World Breaker. The video game we just created today. Thank you for joining us today. We will be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is AG. And I'm J.E. Thank you, and please remember that we are not game devs. Is it World Break or World Breaker? I don't know. I changed the title three times for some inside baseball for all those who are listening. I changed the title three times in emails to Jay and uploading <laughs> that to the point where I, I'm surprised he hasn't said anything. We'll be like I, world break, world breaker. And it's never that bad. But then maybe in the email turn into world breakers. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I usually just change it to whatever you give me. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, that's just what it is now. <laughs> This is the new reality.